podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Angel Podcast. Football prizes gives you the chance to win the very best prizes the beautiful game has to offer. From hospitality tickets and match day experiences to rare and unique signed memorabilia, Football Prizes offers it all. This is your chance to win a stunning 2021-22 squad signed and custom framed Rangers shirt for just £3.95. This competition closes 10th of August at 7.30pm with a guaranteed live draw on Thursday the 11th of August from 8.30pm. Go to footballprizes.co.uk or click the link in the description for this podcast to get your tickets. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Reaction here on Club Act 22, the Rangers podcast. As Rangers give us another memorable night at Ibrooks by beating USG by three goals to nil. I am joined by Alistair Pearson. Ali, Rangers are going to kill us one day, man. <laughs> I keep I say it to you all the time, Karen, they're going to kill me. and um, I'm away in holding two weeks, so they don't kill me before then. But um, I... I wouldn't want it any other way, Carl. I wouldn't wear Rangers. It's, that's what they do with us. It's highs and lows, and tonight was a high, and you've got to take your hat off that Rangers team. That was big boss to come back for that 2-0 down. A lot of folk were ripping that team off, including that mob we played tonight, but well done, Rangers. Chat shit, get banged. Exactly. Uh, that is author of John Lundstrom. If you haven't seen it, check out Lundstrom's Instagram. Absolutely superb. Uh, yeah, we're live tonight. Uh, just due to the way we got home, we just thought we'd do a wee impromptu live. So I don't know if, if there's comments coming in. Hello, everybody. I'm sure everybody's just as buzzing as we are. It is just me and Ali tonight. So I'll try to get um, comments up when I can. But yes, eh, what a night, man. Honestly, what a night. I am knackered. <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's hard and the heat didn't help matters as well. But I mean, what a what a night. And I can't really I can't really add anything more than what you said, mate. The, the players deserve a lot of credit tonight for what they done. It was a difficult match, mate. It was at the start, especially. Um we'll get into it, but the easiest way to say it is that they basically copied Kamarnock's handbook, mate, and I've copied that straight from you that you said walking home, but that's exactly what they've done. And I think they got found out tonight. Um, I think they are not a, as good a team as we let them believe that they were. Uh, and that's probably what makes last Tuesday a bit frustrating um, because they are not a very good team and Rangers have absolutely done done the business tonight. So, yes, uh, we'll get into the game a wee bit, mate. We'll try and break it down a wee bit and try and not go on all night for this. Uh, but uh, we, neither of us were going to sleep, mate, so we decided to no. do it this way tonight. Um, the starting 11 tonight, mate, was McLaughlin, Tavernier, Golden Sands, Barisic, Lawrence, Lundstrom, Arfield, Tillman, Kent and Trolak. Good to see Ryan Kent um, make the starting 11. I think that's always going to give the team a boost, mate. And maybe the only other... Surprise, possibly. I certainly wouldn't have picked him with Scott Arfield. What was your thoughts to start 11, mate? Yeah, it means met squash in the pub tonight, and uh, we were having a discussion on what we thought the team should be. And we were going on about the left back slot, and we both said we would have played Barisic tonight based on Gilmar's performance the weekend in terms of he was quite safe, a bit nervous, and we would have went with the experience of Barisic. So I wasn't shocked to see Barisic there. Arfield, he likes Arfield. I thought it'd be a Kamara in there tonight, to be honest. But I wasn't shocked at Arfield because he does like him. And it was quite an attacking lineup. And again, with Cholak up front, 
like I said in the last post-match, I didn't think Alfie's fit enough to start the game like this at the moment. So a couple, a couple of these surprises in there, but not shocked, to be honest. No, uh, you can kind of see where he was going, I suppose, but in terms of, of Scott Arfield. And I don't think we're in a position yet to fully, um, trust is the wrong word, to fully rely on Matondo. I think I think he's going to take a wee bit more time as we will come on to it towards the second half, mate. But yeah, the starting eleven was what it was, mate. Um, Ibrooks tonight before it was was good, mate. It was brilliant, and I think it got even better as soon as the game kicked off. The place was absolutely electric tonight. The the fans certainly done their job tonight in terms of getting the players backed up and letting the team know that we were there. The first half, mate, was all Rangers. Literally every single bit of it was us. I thought we spoke at half time. Uh, about the way the first half had went, mate. And I thought there was significant improvement in terms of the way we were against Kilmarnock on Saturday. I thought we looked much more... There was much more intensity to our play. Looked like we were trying to penetrate a lot more. Uh, but again, mate, I think... It did take, I think it was 20-something minutes until the keeper actually made a save. However, I did feel rather... We'll take the first kind of half of the half, if you like. I thought Rangers are bang up for this. We look like it's just a matter of time before we score. And there was one man standing out, mate, and it was definitely Tillman, I think. Yeah, no, they come out of the blocks well, Rangers. And um, it's difficult because that mob came and they've, they've looked at Livingston, they've looked at Kilmarnock, and they've used, the, like I say, they've used the exact same handbook tonight. They've just shut up shop and you can't blame them for that. They've got a 2 0 lead. They're not, they're not a better team than us, which was shown tonight. They've tried to shop, shop, and maybe catch us in the break. It's frustrating. You could play against anyone the way they, these teams play, and it's you need patience a lot of the time. And I know there's no patience at Ibrox. I know myself, I don't have patience. But um, it, it was a night. It was a night for patience, and it it was like watching that Kilmarnock game in Saturday in Carney. It was like a carbon copy. To be honest, we had all the ball and a couple of chances, but it, you just want that we we bit of luck to be honest to break to break it because if you get that first goal against these teams then it becomes a different game yeah it does mate it does uh, and I did think it was a matter of a, a matter of time I thought we were Barisic was putting some good balls into the box there was still not really any end product on it and I don't want to be too harsh on anybody tonight because I don't think anybody really deserves it after the kind of the performance that they've shown us somebody just said in the comments there nobody was less than an 8 out of 10 that's probably pretty spot on I thought the defence as a whole tonight, I didn't find particularly great. Uh, I thought we brought a lot of unnecessarily pressure on ourselves towards the end of the match as well, which we'll get to. I'm sorry, that's a bit all over the place. My head's a bit scrambled. <laughs> just leaving Ibrooks, but it's uh, it's the first half. I just thought, right, we're, we're doing everything that we had to do here. It did get towards the end of the first half, mate, and I think everybody, even my dad sitting next to me, started to say we could really be doing a goal before half time here. I was still in the belief of we'll eventually get this goal, and it would be interesting to see how they would react. The the penalty comes, mate. It's James Tavernier, a stonewall penalty, man. The guy's arms miles. Like I mean, I've never heard fifty thousand people all shout handball at the same time, but it definitely was a penalty. James Tavernier steps up and puts it away, mate. And we get to half time at one 0 You did say at half time, mate. It was a bit of a, a bit of a, a, a relief, and uh, it was strange at half time. I must admit because 
I, I felt I felt pretty good. I felt even better, obviously, that we'd just scored. But there's still the <laughs> still the nagging down the back of your mind going, <laughs> I've seen this movie before. Yeah, it's that that goal just before half time was was absolutely massive. I mean, if we'd come in at half time nil nil, that's a bigger mountain for me to climb and Mm-hmm. I think it would have been tough, especially if they'd maybe kept it tight the first 15, 20 minutes of the second half and you're needing two goals. I don't know. It was massive, that goal. That I think that goal changed the complexion of the game tonight. I really do, to get that goal. Um, Stonewall, penalty to Borna, Borna puts the right. ball in the box and the, the, I don't know what the boy's doing. It's a handball and it's, again, that man, James Tavernier, steps up with the biggest balls in high books and he slots it away again. How many goals has Tav scored for us in Europe this season? First goal scorer, I seen he was eight to one tonight. Wish I'd put it on. I've seen a lot of boys that have put coupons on it. James Tavenier, first goal scorer, Rangers 3 0. I think that boy eight to one tonight. And I was like, God. Um but I, I on that that goal just before half time for me, Carney switched my mood from I didn't think we were out at nil nil, but to be one nil, I thought. Yeah, at that point, I thought, yeah, we'll kick on. And I could see us at least getting it to extra time. Yeah, I did see it at half time. I thought um, Arfield was pretty ineffective. I think in the first half, uh, I would have maybe changed that point. I think once we, we will come on to as well, once Tillman moved into the centre of the, the field, it might even have been too late for him. I still think he is much better there, however, but he put a hell of a shift in. He did start to tire towards the end. But with the Arfield, it, it didn't really work. His runs were not really. Not really, the, not really the way they usually are. They, but there wasn't as many, much success rate from them. Um, I do think at some points in the first half, we were still being too cautious. I think there was still a wee bit of trepidation, a wee bit of nervousness behind the team about playing that pass if it didn't come off because of the kind of the kind of frenzy and the emotions of the game and uh, the way the crowd were. Um, you could you could kind of understand that to a certain extent. Uh, but into the second half, mate, we started this, the second half same way we we started the the game and yeah we for the first five minutes of the second half mate i it was just like a collective brain fart amongst the whole team um i think golden had a couple of dodgy dodgy moments tav had a couple of dodgy moments there was just a few moments where it was like a, a kind of state of panic had kind of set in and and usu didn't really do anything different they were doing exactly the same thing they were hoping to hold on but the goal does come, mate. I know I'll be lying if I say remember. I remember much about this goal, so somebody in the comments is probably going to slate me. But all I remember is the ball getting to Scott Arfield. Scott Arfield shot. He should probably score. Again, I've not seen it back yet. Uh, the keeper saves it. The ball ends up in the air, mate. And all I remember is seeing Cholak's beautiful head contact the ball. And it's 2-0, mate. And this point, Ibrooks is absolutely rocking. I said to you, mate, about Cholak, you, you, I think you do kind of feel sorry for him sometimes because of the service that he doesn't get, that he needs to get. But this is what Black is, I think, for me. If you, if there is a chance there in the box, he's going to be there. Yeah, I, I think of him as a, a, a Chris Boyd. I mean, how many chances has Cholak had in the last couple of games? Not many. Mm, and how many has he put away? He's scored mm. in the last two games and he got one disallowed against Livingston that should have been a goal as well so he's kicked off well Cholak I know he's the problem is folk look at Cholak and think he's Morelos he's going to run about and do all that he's not Morelos he's like I said he's like a he's a penalty box striker and he was there at the right time today to put that ball away and 
it was a great time to score that goal, Carney, to go two up, and it was still something like 25, half an, 25 minutes, half an hour to go or something. And at that point, I thought, oh, no, we, we, we can do this within 90 minutes. We really can, because at that point, that team, I think they were spooked by the atmosphere. I know they came saying, oh, Ibrox isn't a factor for them. I'm sorry, it was a factor tonight. I think yeah. they shat it. Um, and when it went 2-0, <laughs> there was only one team going to win this, and it was us. Yeah, Lundstrom went close just after that as well. Uh, we started to really play pretty attractive football and I was impressed with it, the way Rangers were going about their business. Um, before we go any further, mate, we will... We always criticise referees because we're Rangers fans, right? But tonight, mate, I've seen some things tonight that makes me think maybe Scottish football isn't that bad. That referee tonight, um, who was the same guy that sent off John Lundstrom in the... Um, what game was it? It was the... Alice Kirk game. The, Alice Kirk, correctly, I would say, sent them off correctly last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I generally don't think he knew what he was doing <laughs> at points tonight. I mean, the amount of times Rangers players got fouled and he booked a Rangers player for a Rangers player getting fouled because they're reacting to a bad tackle, right? Now, to me, that's not dissent. I really don't think that is dissent. We come on to later on, Descent um, for a for a USG player who kind of lost their heads, and the the one that stands out for me, mate, is the Sands tackle. Um, now Sands was we've probably pretty lucky, maybe to stay on the park. I did get the fear after he got booked, but that tackle, mate, he had to be corrected by his linesman because he was ready for sending Sands off. Genuinely, some absolutely baffling decisions by this guy. I mean, I've seen a couple of comments in the in the wee lobby there saying they've got a hoarse voice. That wasn't because of the Rangers, that was because of that referee I was shouting at most of the night. He was, um, <laughs> he was abysmal. And for the, we're in Champions League qualifiers here, Carney. The stands of the referee has got to be decent. That's two games yeah. now. Last week where uh, the referee didn't know the rules and gave a penalty. And this week, <laughs> some of the decisions for me, scandalous. I mean, the one with Sands, McLaughlin doesn't help Sands with the, the kind of, it's a poor pass to him, but he wins the ball clearly. It, I can see it clearly, and I'm in a club deck near the Copeland, and I can see it, and it's down near yeah. the room loan. And um, the linesman corrects him. There was two in the second half of me, Carney, where Rangers players are breaking through, chopped out, chopped um, chopped down. We get the free kick correctly, doesn't book the players. Stonewall yeah. yellow cards, and like, aye. and then Gio lost their eye, gets side of the park because he's seen what we are seeing. He got booked for that as well, so. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we moan about it in Scottish football with the standard of refereeing, but I mean, need to be honest, Carney, I mean, you look back in that Europa League run last year and the standard of refereeing, that wasn't great either at times. No. And most games, to be honest, you're looking back and going, it's not great. And obviously, VAR's there to help. And just just, just basic basic refereeing decisions for me tonight, he got wrong. <laughs> and um, it, it was poor. It was poor refereeing again. My, my dad doesn't often get animated, right? He doesn't, like, my dad's been there, seen it, bought a T-shirt, man, he's done it all. Like, he's, my dad's in the 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 golden era of his life. So, uh, he's he's seen it all. <laughs> Some of the things that were coming out of his mouth today were absolutely <laughs> brilliant, man. Honestly, super, but he just couldn't believe what he was seeing. Yeah, very strange decision. And even a linesman at one point, I think it was after Matondo came on, Matondo seemed to foul himself. 
when he kind of yeah, fell over the ball. That was must have been right from you. They, they gave a free kick to USG. Oh, yeah, I'm like, man. I don't understand how yeah. you've got to that conclusion that that's a free kick to USG. Yeah. Mental man, mental right. We're not going <laughs> to spend too much time on that, but there was no way I wasn't mentioning how bad that ref was. Uh, we'll move on, mate, to the, the third goal. Um, and it's Tillman that gets a goal, probably deserved to get his goal, let's be honest. And it's that man, Bonner Barisic, mate, with a, a very deep cross. Now, it's a great ball. The keeper has had a absolute nightmare here, but Tillman's about 14 foot in the air, mate, and he's there to head at home. It was all a bit of a a, a bit a bit of a shock, this goal, I think. I, I mean, I don't know how much you can really take from it, apart from the keeper's had a bit of a mare, but to get that goal, mate, and make it 3-0, yes, Ibrooks knew, everybody knew that this team are this team are done, uh, and they, they rightly well. Yeah, me and Scotch are having a joke in the pub before because we know Ryan's um, favourite man is Bonner Barisic. And um, <laughs> Scotia said Scotia said to me, would it not be brilliant if Barisic sets up the winning goal? And he did, Barisic. I mean, you need to think about Barisic. He's won as a penalty in the first half with a whip ball in and he's yep. created the goal for Tillman to score the winner. So you've got to give Barisic credit tonight. What the, the keeper's doing, I don't know. He's in no man's land. Fair play to Tillman to get up there. And it was a bizarre goal because... You all know what Ibrox, you've got VAR, and you've always got in the back of your head now that VAR's going to come up and rule it off for something, something you don't know. But you're just the guy beside me didn't even celebrate because he thought VAR was going to come in for some reason. Yeah. And I was like, it's yeah. a goal, it's a goal. And even when it was a goal, he was still going, oh, I don't know, VAR's going to come up. I'm like, no, it's a goal. But I thought he was very good once again, Tillman. Uh, I don't like him out wide, if I'm being honest. I prefer no. him more inside. It's a dilemma for him because he's Lawrence and Tillman for me play the same position and he kind of tinkers with the two of them at the moment. So he was very good, Tillman, once again. And he's he just, we said it last week, he's a step ahead of some of the players we've got, Tillman. And um, great goal from him. And you could see him at the end of the night when I'm feeling it came on. He was like, oh, this, is, this is a special place. Yeah, Ibrooks was very special. Uh, yeah, I sign him up now. I don't care how much it costs. I don't care how what you need to do. <laughs> sign that boy up now. I don't care. Yeah, he has to stay. He's a, a real talent. Uh, you, you mentioned Lawrence as well, mate, and I, I will speak about Lawrence. Obviously, Rangers made a number of subs um, tonight. Uh, I thought Lawrence got a really good ovation when he came off. Uh, Morelos and Davis, uh, Davies, come on, even um, for Trulak and Sands. Also, just before that, um, Matondo came on for Arfield. But I thought Tom Lawrence again impressed me. Uh, I like, I like his his drive. I like his his fearlessness of taking shots on, and he's he's constant. Okay, I didn't beat you this time, but I'm going to beat you the next time, and he just doesn't give up. I think he's making a really good impression. I still think Tillman and Lawrence can like they could definitely play in the same sort of team, and we could play sort of. Again, tacticians will slaughter me. Uh, the inside forwards almost because I don't. We could have two attacking midfields. Who's to say that we can't? Because a, another man that we will come on and speak to, John Lundstrom. He just we'll speak about him now before we go to Lawrence, I suppose. But he just marshaled that midfield tonight. Honestly, Lundstrom done the job of about three centre midfielders tonight. I thought John Lundstrom was he was the anchor and everything Rangers done tonight. And then we'll talk about Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Spoiler alert, whether that's your man of the match or not tonight, Karen, I don't know, John Lindstrom, but um, big bad John, um, chat shit, get done, but um, he was, um, no, it, it kind of shows you against teams that are going to sit in, i.e. St. Johnson that's going to come to Ibrox this weekend, 
you only need one sitting midfielder kind of dictating yeah. the play. And Lindstrom can do that for us. And you're probably right, to be honest. You can probably play um, Lawrence and um, Thielman just in front of him in the middle of the park and then have your two wide men either side. But um, no, nah, he was good again, Lindstrom. And it's it's frightening when you think, and we always have, have, have a bit of a laugh about it, but you think a year ago, Carney, when he gets sent off by that same referee and we wrote him off, Written about, we've written about we before Christmas as well. We were all chipping together, mate, to pay for his taxi back down yeah. the road. Yeah, just going to take him down to Liverpool and whatever it was and just leave him there. But he's, he's yeah. proved us majorly wrong and he's first team in the team sheet, him, along with Tav, Goldson and a couple other players. But yeah, he was very good. And Lawrence, I like Lawrence. I've seen a lot of Lawrence, like I've told you, in the championship games. He's, a, he's I like him because he's positive. He wants to get forward with a ball. He wants to make things happen. He can shoot. Which how many how many years are we even screaming out for a guy that will shoot the edge of the box? He'll do it. Um, so yeah, I think he'll get better and better, Lawrence. But it'll be interesting to see how he lines up Saturday because I think Lawrence and Tillman can play there just in mm-hmm. front of Lundstrom. But at the same time, we play Tuesday night, a big game against PSV, so you'll expect changes because of that game on the Tuesday. Yeah, you would expect some form of rotation, mate, for sure. Uh, but I, I, every time I see Lawrence, I think he is getting better. Generally, I think he's getting better. Obviously, he showed what he could kind of do uh, during pre-season, but I, I, I really like, I really like him, mate. And I, I hate giving you credit, mate. I do. I, I, it's not. It's like my least favorite <laughs> thing to do in life, mate. Is give you credit. But as soon as you said that we were linked to him, mate, I remember you saying even in the group chat and that that he's going to be a player for us if we manage to get him because you'd seen him play before and I think he's going to be crucial for us, honestly. I think he's great. I just love his, it's his fearlessness, mate. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it's, it's, not, it's, it's almost hard to come by in a player, but it's just these, he will take that risk. He will go forward. Um, so no, very impressed with him. Very impressed with Tillman tonight uh, and, and Lundstrom. Uh, Ryan Kent, mate, tonight. was good in spells. Don't think he's fit. I would. Uh, he's talking about rotation, mate. I would. I would rest him on Saturday because we're going to need him next week. Yeah, uh, first half. I mean, they were doubling up on him first half. I thought they were. so. They kind of they kind of marked him out of the game. Second half, I thought he was better. Um, he's always shown for the ball. Kent. It was about the second half where we lost the ball, and Kent ran back about I don't know how many yards it was, and retrieved the ball back and won the ball back. And I, I like that for Kent because he never gives up. He never hides and. That's what he's about, Kent. So I was pleased with Kent overall because when you see Ryan Kent in that team sheet, it gives you a lift because mm-hmm. he's a he's a tin opener for me. We don't have many tin openers in terms of my main man, Joe Haribo's not there anymore. So I know Tillman's there, which is he's kind of filling that Haribo role for us. But when Ryan Kent's there, it gives the team a boost, I think. And even if he's not fit, you've seen in games, he's played umpteen games against Celtic where he's coming out the cold when he's been out and he's he's... He's a huge player for us, Ryan Kent. But Saturday, I agree with you. I, I can see him getting rested and possibly a, a Scott Wright or somebody coming in to sort of uh, yeah. replace him. Because we're playing St. Johnson and no disrespect to St. Johnson, we can we should be able to play players like Scott Wright and win the game comfortably. So I'd expect him to be rotated. 
Yeah, I definitely would expect to be rotated. I think the bit you were talking about when he chased back, mate, it was after the third goal and we, we did decide to do a wee bit of messing around, should I say, uh, the way that Rangers like to do to make your heart beat just that little bit faster. <laughs> uh, and he just burst his gut back to come back, mate, and it completely changed the momentum again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that, that's what Ryan Kent gives you. He might not always be top firing top on like, the top of his game all the time, but he doesn't hide and he, he just constantly gives you everything. As well, like... I mean, I thought Goldson was poor tonight. I thought Tav yeah. was poor tonight. But again, they were still solid enough to see us through because let's put cards on the table, mate. USG are not a good team. We honestly made them look like world beaters last week. And it's it's <laughs> it's kind of frightening how poor we were last week because they offered very, very little tonight. They had the obligatory last wee minutes of can I try to get forward? But, I mean, I don't think McLaughlin really made a save that I can remember. A few of them were mostly blocks and he was picking up the loose ball and then one was fired across the face of the goal. Eh, not even the face of the goal, towards the kind of near post, but McLaughlin got himself on top of it, mate, and, and we seen the game out with five minutes of extra time. Of course we did. <laughs> eh, <laughs> we all knew it was going to be five minutes as well. You're like, ah, of course it's going to be five minutes. Eh, it probably could have been four, mate. Alfredo Morelos, eh, Oh, if Alfredo Morelos was fit, mate, you would have put your house on him scoring this. He just couldn't get the touch right to get it round the keeper. Uh, and then it would have been an open goal, mate, from about as many yards out as he wanted. I, I thought it was going to be it, though. Yeah, when that ball fell. Um, to be honest, oh, no. any, any other player in the park, and they probably would have taken it around him and, and put the ball away, possibly. He's been out for five months, Morelos. I thought he was rusty at the weekend. I thought he was decent when he came on, Morelos, tonight. I thought his link-up was decent. Um, but that's just Mark Sharpness for me, that one. If that's Morelos two months down the line, he's away with that ball and they keep on that's in the back of the net. But I'm not going to slag him for that one, Morelos. It would have made their hearts beat a little bit less, to be honest, if we'd put that ball away because it made it easier for us. But um, I think he was unlucky, to be fair. Yeah, he was unlucky. I'll let him off. I'll let him off because we've yeah. won, mate. <laughs> we've done it in 90 minutes as well, which is even better. But no, look, tonight was um, tonight was really good. Really, really good. And it is only phase one. Let's not get carried away with ourselves. But the players still deserve to enjoy this because that's some turnaround. It really is, considering how poor we were last week to doing it um, in 90 minutes and beating that team 3-0. Uh, and it probably should have been more than that. But I'm going to take that all day, man. Absolutely all day. Alistair, you're man of the match tonight before we quickly talk about next Tuesday. Oof. Oof. I'm probably going to have to get to Tillman, to be honest. I thought he was good again. I just think his touches, his awareness, he scored the goal, put his, put his through as well. I just think his level's above some of the players we have, Tillman, and whether we can buy him at the end of the season or whatever. And it's still early doors, to be honest. He's only played a few games for us, but I can see the guy's quality. Um, so I, I'd give it to Tillman, to be honest. Yeah, to be to be slightly, slightly different, mate, I will give it to John Lundstrom because I was very impressed with him tonight and I, I watched him a couple of times off the ball and he's, he's demanding, he's shouting, not he's shouting, just his directions to give players the directions of where they need to be and he's, I think he's so responsible for Rangers keeping their shape when he's in that role kind of on his own. Um, I just thought he was great. I thought he was at the anchor of the anchor of everything that we've done tonight but massive shout to Tillman, mate, and massive shout to Lawrence as well. I thought they were both brilliant and even Cholak, mate, I thought he worked, he worked his 
his backside off again um, for Rangers tonight and he probably deserved his goal. Uh, I, I do think there's a lot more to come from him. I think we need to give him the service that he wants and yeah, but everybody, I can see people in the comments where they're saying, bye Tillman. <laughs> bye, Mr Rangers, bye Tillman. I don't care how much it cost you. Bye the lad. Because uh, I think you're right, mate. He's going to have seen tonight and went, what is this place? This is unbelievable. Because at points tonight, at Rangers, uh, Ibrooks was, yeah, it's just a place like no other and nights like that when it's everybody's all, all together. It was tremendous. So on the way back to the car, mate, we um, got confirmation that it's going to be PSV next week. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's the better or the lesser of the two of uh, them in Monaco. I'm not really sure. Either way, it was going to be a tough game. But yeah, um, this is going to be another uh, another special night, I think. Um, we're probably a wee bit apprehensive about it, mate, because we're at home first. Yeah, and you've got to say tonight, that's the first time we've turned over a, a 2-0 de- deficit to come back and win 3-0 at Ibrooks. Yeah, it is. Which is, um, which is impressive from Rangers. It's worth in the region of £5 million, I think, getting through that round as well, which mm-hmm. is massive. Um, aye, this game coming up, Carney, it's whoever we got, PSV or Monaco, I think they're very similar, which you can see tonight. They've went to extra time, the two of them, so very similar teams. It's going to be hard. Let's be, let's be honest, mate. It's going to be hard. They're a good team, PSV. But we've played teams in the Europa League on the level of PSV and we've taken care of them. So the difficulty, like you say, is the first legs at Ibrooks, which I, I don't like. I like the second leg at Ibrooks because you know what you've got to do. Um, but no, I, I think Rangers, have, <laughs> I'd like to think they've learned a lesson <laughs> from the first leg in terms of going out there and um, the performance they put in. But I I think it might suit Rangers because PSV will come and have a go at us. I don't think they're going to sit in and play like that other team. So it could suit us, like we say in Europe. But um, it's a quick turnaround because it's was it Tuesday night next week at Ibrook. So it's a, a week away, six days, whatever it is. So it's um, it's close. But yeah, it's massive. We're one, we're one step ahead of last season in terms of Champions League. We nearly made an arse last season again, but we've not. We've came back. We've put it wrong. And it's massive next week, but we'll see what happens. But I'm, I'm confident going into it that we can get a result to take over to 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 Eindhoven to hopefully progress to the group stages where we want to be. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Duff has made a, a point there, mate. PSV won't fancy coming to Ibrox. No, they probably nobody will fancy think, coming here. I don't no. think many teams fancy coming to Ibrox when it's like that. Um, it's a massive game, and I, again without. Without my, my speaking through my my blue tinted glasses, um, I think the bigger the name, the better the team performs. Genuinely, I think we over fought USG just based on their kind of league form and what they've done as a club. And you've got to credit them for that, a hundred percent. You have to, but I still think we're a far better footballing team than them. And it shouldn't have got to the way it was tonight. However, it did give you a night to remember. So swings and roundabouts, all those things. But PSV, uh, I think the players will respond pretty well to it. I'm, I'm expecting a bit of a rotation on Saturday. Uh, I'm not going to lie, especially with it being at Ibrox, I would expect um, some players to be rested going into this, but this is... This is another massive game. Um, Ibrooks is going to need to be exactly the same way it was tonight, and these players are going to need us to back them every every step of the way. Uh, and I believe they will do so. Uh, and I believe the people that will travel out to Holland as well to to 
to cheer on the team. Um, I believe they'll do exactly the same thing. Um, we're going to need to be with the team the whole, a host, a, 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 another step of the way. But tonight is tonight is phase one complete, mate. Phase one has been complete. We've turned it back round. Uh, um, I, I can't be. I can't give the players any more credit than than we can have tonight. They deserve it. They really do deserve that tonight. And it was a, a rather good one, a rather special one. So yes, that will do us for tonight. A wee impromptu live, and I genuinely think this is the most people we've ever had live with us tonight, which is <laughs> incredible. Um, so if you're new here, please do subscribe to the YouTube channel and please do like the video. That would be much appreciated. Uh, I shouted Rangers review to you guys tonight. Sorry, guys, wrong podcast. <laughs> me, and Scott, me, me, no, it was me and, me and Scotia were standing at the bus stop opposite the vice right? The guy shouted out his car, Rangers review, and me and Scotia went, I think he's got the wrong podcast. I'm sure he's shouting us. So, nah, he does. So, no, Excellent. don't worry about that it. Is, that is absolutely superb. That is brilliant. Uh, that's great. That's made my night even more. Oh, um, yeah, so I've lost my train of thought now. But what was that? Yes, no, if you could, please do subscribe, please like your videos, all the usual stuff. Thank you for all your comments, generally amazing. It's a bit harder when it's just with the two of us on here, but we just thought we would we would come we would come and say hi uh, to celebrate quite a quite a nice nice victory. Alistair, thank you very much for your time tonight, mate. And we'll be back on Friday with the previous St Johnston game. Yeah, no, it's um you wouldn't want it any other less, would you, with Rangers? That, that's what you want. When you get highs like that, it's brilliant. Um, and it sets up Saturday good as well, because if we did get put out tonight, it would put a wee dampener of going to Ibrox on Saturday, but it hasn't. We'll go into Saturday against St. Johnson on a high and hopefully put them away and lead on to next Tuesday at Ibrox for another massive European tie. But um, yes, I will see you on Friday. See you Friday. Thank you everybody again for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Enjoy your day tomorrow. I'm sure we all will. Uh, all walking about a bit of a smile on our face. Uh, we are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, and I'll speak to you all on Friday. Cheers, everybody. Podcast Network.